97 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Janelle Vecchio. Welcome to the Heinz uh, special steak sauce of shows. What? 57th episode. Oh, gosh. Heinz 57. <laughs> We're glad to be here. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. As always. Uh, you know, in the lives of Phil and Janelle. It's how we roll. We are rapidly approaching, leaving on our trip. Two weeks from, like, this very hour. Yeah. And uh, boarding a plane. <laughs> our plan was to bring um, the recording stuff and record on the run, you know, like while we're over there. But I don't know if we're going to be all allowed to bring electronics the way that our current um, political climate is in. <laughs> so uh, we'll have to see what happens here. I don't know. I mean, I guess we can like do some sort of little update from our phones, but. Uh, Maybe putting a damper on the whole situation, so. Lame. We'll see. We're going to do our best to get stuff out there, but, uh, man, the more I'm reading about this stuff, the more it's looking. You may have to wait till we get back. We'll have yeah. a lot to say. Um, But we have a lot to say this time as well, and um, we should jump right into it with the news. So, um, we are on iTunes and Stitcher and uh, Google Play and TuneIn. Um, we also have an email. It's mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. We are on Instagram at mandarinorangeshow. You can tweet us at mandarinorange. Please join our Facebook page, Mandarian Orange Show, and our group page at Mandarian Orange, and our Pinterest group at Mandarian Orange really? Show. Is that new? No, I've had a Mandarian Orange Show board. Have you done anything with it? Yeah, we pin our episodes to it. So you can follow it if you're a big old pinner on Pinterest. Now, speaking of our Facebook group, we had um, Brian Jessness was in the group asking for a little uh, crossover action from Radio Brendo Man on my other show I do with Brendan. Um, we've done a thing for many years called the Nostalgia Detectives. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, where we basically, we started out with just, um, I think it was Movie Detectives? What was the first thing we did? I can't remember now. But we moved into general nostalgia. Well, originally we would think, you know, find things that a movie or something that you would watch right. that you couldn't remember what it was from. But now we'll just like hunt like down all kinds of old things or whatever. And so he asked for a crossover one here. Um, he posted a picture of um, a poster with Mr. T and cats all over him. And I remembered it having been from like a book club. Um, he remembered that as well, like uh, specifically going to like the book fairs at school, you know. We just got a bunch of those. Which we did. We just went to the warehouse not thing. A, not the one he posted. Not but. this amazing one, but I remember this one. I mean, it's kind of an iconic picture. It's Mr. T in his full, you know, metal regalia with all his necklaces and, and earrings and rings and everything. And he's got three kittens on him. 
which is just pretty great. And my brother Matthew pointed out that if you look closely in the bottom left-hand corner... You can definitely see the scholastic ink. It does say that there. Um, so, I don't know. Like, beyond that, um, it's, it's a little more... Matthew said he came up with another picture... Of Mr. T with kittens. We haven't had a whole lot of other success on that yet. I just don't understand why nobody would, you know, meme this. I know, because it's a great he picture. He was even on Dancing with the Stars. But he got kicked just off the first episode. Second. Oh, second episode. Well, anyway, um, but that's just one example of some of the fun things that we do in our group. So definitely join that. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll see if we can keep looking into that thing for you there, Brian. Um, other news, it's been, so it's been like a week and a half or something. Um, we had to, uh, we've had a lot of like family and friends visiting or have visited a lot of family Mm -hmm. and friends. So we've had, you know, not as much time to sit down and record. I think it all started, um, last weekend when we went to... My cousin's graduation party for mm-hmm. her doctorate. Another doctor in the family. Mm-hmm. And um, and that was fun. And then afterwards, we went to a room escape on the way home. Well, first and foremost, like, this uh, graduation party had a snow cone truck. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. My shaved aunt don't mess around. Hawaiian shaved ice. Free. You just go up to the window. Yeah. And just, um, they had sugar-free, which was awesome for us. Um, And then they had, like, a blow-up water slide obstacle course. Yeah, which the kids, like... And the kids were, like... Went to town on. Oh, my gosh. They were all muddy and gross afterwards, so that was fun. And they had a taco bar. Yeah, they they had gotten like you know hired like a taco truck you know or those like a guys, taco guy yeah that'll come to parties you know and I guess the guy like canceled on him fifteen minutes before, before the party he was supposed and to there show was up. like over a hundred people at this party yeah it was like a raging party and so my uncle had to like run out to the grocery store and wound up like cooking for all these people like barbecuing and he did great I mean my uncle makes a mean taco um, but I felt bad that that happened to him (laughs) but it still turned out wonderfully yeah it did audrey and luke said it was the best party they'd ever been to yeah so after that um we found out there was new room escape opening and we uh went to a room escape with phil's parents and matthew and matthew and our kids and our kids and um i think we were like the second group to go through it period like, yeah. that wasn't a tester group. Yeah. Is kind of what we figured out. Maybe third. Yeah, it was very new. Um, what did you think? Um, I thought it was good. I think it had a lot of good... I mean, are we saying which one it was? Yeah. Okay, what was it called? <laughs> I guess oh, we can't say if we don't remember what it was called. Oh, shoot. It was in Riverside. Epic? No, I think that's another one. I don't know. Well, anyway... Oh. Inland Empire. Oh, that's right. Uh, Inland escape room. I.E. Something like that. Room escapes. Um, it was fun. The, the guy that did it, I mean, you could kind of tell that it was like he was, you know, an early run through, um, but like nothing bad. Just, you know, this was, this was a new thing. Um, we got out on the leaderboard, although there's some question as to whether the leaderboard is 
I think we were supposed to be first. Well, the reason I think this is because I went and looked through his Facebook page, and he's only posted two other groups, and it says on there they didn't make it out. Right. Yet his leaderboard was completely full of supposed people who've gotten out. So we think that they may have primed the leaderboard to make it look like they had a lot of people. But anyway, one way or another, we got on the leaderboard in third place, according to its shows. But we have we should have been first. Have suspicions there. But regardless, uh, we had fun in there. It was good. Um, I think they're going to... I think it was in its early build. Like, I think they might mm-hmm. have a little more refining to do. Because he was already, like... Showing two other rooms coming soon. I think they need to like focus on yeah, their perfect one. that one because it's good and it had some fun stuff in it. Um, it did break like one of the cardinal rules of like most room escapes, mm-hmm. which is usually when you do a puzzle, it's that dead. clue is dead and you don't use it for anything else. Like one puzzle is once a puzzle solved, you don't use it again. And this one had like multiple locks that had the same answer or multiple clues that were or clues that worked on more than one puzzle. Right. And so that was a little confusing. Um which you know, I mean I guess if they specify that ahead of time, but that is definitely not like industry norm. No. And then at the end he wouldn't let me take a picture. That I know that's what set you off the most. Because and that frustrated me because I have a picture of like everyone we've done. And then like he posted it on the Facebook page and I tried to like save it and he has it like you can't save it. You can only share his post. You can only share his post. Like you can't save the photo. Yeah, and that's that's not cool. It just feels a little like what what's the point of that? Yeah. It's that frustrating. Right. Your so customers. I would definitely change that. Because you were going to take a picture of it and then share it with everyone. Yeah, because that's... And I tag his place in it, like... Right, so why? what's the difference there? Why is that bad? In fact, that's way better than having you share theirs if you're doing your own organic sharing. Right. Anyway, um... But it was fun. It, it was fun. cool, unique puzzles. The kids loved it. Yeah, any, I mean, already they get bonus points for anyone that, like, lets our kids go through. Yeah, that's, um, um, like... Even though there was no kid rate, but, you know. Yeah. Whatever. The kids had fun, and we like to get to go with them. It's cheaper to take them with us than to pay a babysitter, so... Exactly. Um, so that was cool. And then, because we're maniacs, um, after we did <laughs> that, well, we first went to, like, a, a restaurant and had a quick debrief. Um, talked about our, uh, you know, because we always have to do that with our family. Talk about the room we just did. And then... We, we had went... to talk about the trip out in the Del Taco parking lot for an hour. Oh, yeah, that's true. Planning our Europe trip in the Del Taco parking lot. Um, and then we went to the drive-in movies that night and saw two movies. Which we'll talk about the movies We'll talk later. about the movies later in the movie section. But, but they were not kid movies, but the first movie started at 1045... And then they do a second showing of the first movie that we missed at like 1 a.m. It was like 1.20 a.m. 1.20 a.m. So the kids are both asleep already. <laughs> and we just let them sleep in the back while we watch the movie. And the guys still charged us even though they were asleep. Yeah. But then we figured, I guess, kids are like fake being asleep. But it wasn't a kid it movie. It was a kid movie, though. Like, of course we're just going in. I don't know. I get, the kids are only a dollar, but still. The yeah. principle of the thing. It's the principle. 
So we went to the drive-in, and you... Well, we'll talk about the movies again, but you fell asleep, I believe, a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's just going to happen when we go to a double feature of the two movies we saw. But also, the whole entire thing, even though they charged for the kids, for all of us, was 20 bucks. Yeah. So, you know, it's not that much. For two movies. It was fun. And then this last week... We've had so many people visiting, it's hard to even keep track. But our friends Jeff and Ebony came and stayed with us, with Ezra, their son. And they live out in Arizona, so it's cool to see them. We saw Josh and Rachel, hung out with Brendo, um, your mom and Bill are in town. And then we're going up to go see my parents and my brothers and their super cousin. Super cousin. It's... It's a really busy time, but it's like we got to get our stuff in now because we're going to be gone. For gonna be gone. <laughs> so it's been it's been good, though. And once again, as, uh, you know, potential semi hoarders, we have to have people come and visit us so that we can, you know, tidy up yeah. a little bit. We didn't quite go as like deep as we normally would have, um, you know, because. It's friends that we know well and stuff, but we, you know, cleaned it up so it was yeah. at least livable. It's hard, but it's good because we don't want to have, like, a gross, slobby house for a month. Right. Yeah, we want to leave it, like, so that when we come home, we're like, ah, oh, it's nice. And um, Mr. Fix-It here saved us a lot of I was drama. handy this week, you guys. He was so handy. I'm, And I have more handiness um, coming soon, but I went out in the... The garage in our washer had like leaked a big old puddle on the ground. And I'm like, oh no, what am I going to do? And this was like overnight. And so I looked around the back. I, you know, looked around and figured out where it's coming from. And there was like a little slow, very slow drip coming out the like pipe that connects to the back of the thing. Hose, I guess it is. The pipe that connects to the back of the thing. Like I said, official. I was handy. Official handy stuff. But anyway, so I turned off the water, and I took the thing off, and I took the little hose apart, (laughs) and inside the hose, I found there was a washer that was cracked. So I got the washer, I took it to the hardware store. This was all while I was at work, too. you didn't didn't even, even like, call me about it. No. You always call me about it. And then I took the kids with me to the hardware store after school. And I couldn't quite find the thing I needed, so I asked the nice gentleman at the hardware store, Hardware Jim, I think was his name. <laughs> hardware Jim. <laughs> and uh, he showed me where it might be, and then um, actually Luke spotted it on the shelf. And I got the washer, put it back in the hose that connects to the back of the thing, put that all back on together, and tighten it up, and then turn the water back on, and it works fine, and it doesn't leak anymore. Yay! And what we were, well, what Phil thought of was if we would have, if that would have happened while we were gone. The whole garage would be flooded. And. Because overnight would, it was a big old This puddle. wouldn't be like a $400 water bill situation. This would be a thousands and Well, thousands. the water bill in itself wouldn't have been, that wouldn't be the worst part, honestly. It would be the. the damage. The damage. Because it was a very slow leak. I mean, it would have been a bill but it was a slow leak the issue was that it it doesn't have a drain in the garage so it just would have flooded the flooded. whole thing um, and we have all our 
I've got a lot of stuff out there. Important stuff that has been in there for months and months. It would have been a huge mess if nothing else. But now you know to like turn I'm off. I'm going to turn off the fo- Yeah, because you just leave those on in the washer. But since they're going to be gone for a month, I'm turning that off. Um, also, um, we are having a yard sale next weekend. So that's exciting. So we're going to like get rid of some stuff and make a little money. Yep. And so that'll be exciting. We also weigh in. Ugh. So much stuff. You're um, going to win this one. I know it. I don't think I am. I think mom will come in there and nab it again. We'll see. I think you do. You're looking great. Well, thank you. You're definitely uh, on the right path. Even if you don't get first place, you're still... I'm still first place in your butt. You're still winning. I just don't get to pick the games or anything. Yeah. But um, I'm excited to just have some be the lowest I've ever been for a long time. Well, not that I've ever Never been, been. When but you were for a born. long time. And then we get to go to Europe and eat European foods. And hopefully not gain a bazillion million pounds. I just read a blog about this girl who went to Italy and lost 14 pounds, even though all she ate was pasta and bread. That is probably someone who is, like, biologically or genetically predisposed to, like, burn fat faster She said or that, like, the amount of walking, and then she said the food is just, like, so fresh that even though you're, like, carving up, it's, like, healthy for you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would like to live in that dream world where that is a reality. But so we're gonna lose fourteen pounds each. Yeah, like this skinny, beautiful blogger chick did. I will believe that when I see it. <laughs> um, I also bought some glasses from China. They were six bucks. Six? But they were like twenty. Well, with shipping and handling, they were like twenty bucks each. Yeah, but I mean that's still great. Base for price. Six bucks. Well, it's a lot cheaper than getting them. And at. I did not realize like how much stronger my prescription was because I've been wearing very old glasses. So you can see now. Yeah, I wanted to be able to see Europe crystal clear, and now I can. Um, and then one more big thing that has happened is that Luke wrote a story. For this thing called the Imagination Machine. It's the same thing Audrey wrote a story for last year and they picked. Yeah. Well, this year Luke's got picked. So he's going to have their acting troupe is going to come in and do Luke's play. So it's very exciting stuff. It is very exciting. And Luke lost like three teeth in the last little bit. I don't know when the last time we mentioned one He has a little list. Because his tongue sticks between. Yeah, he's got just a huge gap in the front of his mouth. He said, I have a hard time saying my S's. He likes, he does play it up a little bit when he says that. Because it's not that bad. It's cute. It's very cute. And our kids are great. So, we are going to move on now. Is that all the news you have? I think that's good for the news. All right. We're going to move on to listener mail. You got mail. All right. Well, we have a few letters to read. Um, 
this week from our dearly beloved listeners. First up, uh, Brendan Creasy of Radio Brendo Man fame wrote in. Um, we were talking about last week the board games we played and how the kids uh, lost, the, lost directions. the directions for the Labyrinth game. And so we were kind of go playing it based on their uh, rules. And Brendan said, if you are missing rules for pretty much any game, look up the game on BoardGameGeek.com. Sure enough, I went and checked it out. Um, and then he sent a PDF of the rules for Labyrinth, the card game, which is actually not the game we have. The one we have is just Labyrinth. Labyrinth, the card game, is like a spinoff one right. that you play with cards. But anyway, but it, Labyrinth is on there, too. You get the point. And, uh, yeah, so I looked it up, and the kids uh, the kids did a pretty good job. There are a couple, like, tweaks to it that we can do that are more exactly what they have in the rules. But... I, we might even just like the way they have it, that they do it better. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. They, I mean, I thought it was fun. Yeah. But. The only thing that's different is that instead of, like, everyone just doing a free-for-all to find all the treasures, you actually deal out the cards, and those are the treasures you have to find, which might make it a little different. I don't know. It might make yeah. it fun. But other than that, like, all the stuff they did, all the rules they said were correct, so... That's a cool tip, though. So if you do need a game rules, I mean, they have everything. Or if you're, like, yard selling and there's a game. And it doesn't have the instructions. Yeah. yeah. Boardgamegeek.com. Now, you do have to make, like, a free account to actually download the um, well, instructions. Well, apparently, Brendan has, if he sent us the PDF. I'm assuming so. Yeah. How many directions have you misplaced, Brendo Man? You know, though, he might have just sent me the link to where you download it, though. It's oh, yeah. possible, so I don't know. Um, but it does happen, you know. So, And it's not just instructions. They also have, all, you know, reviews of games and oh, um, other cool. information, the history of the games and that kind of stuff. So it's actually interesting. It's I, a really cool time for, like, games because it's not like Milton Bradley has the market on everything now. There's, like, Kickstarters. There's a... Target exclusives. It's like a very indie cool time. Yeah, for different, it really is. Like it does. You don't have to be a millionaire to put a game out there. Well, and it feels like there was a while when board gaming was really stagnant. Like yeah, it was like we were kind of oddballs almost for like doing board game nights. Yeah, and there wasn't new stuff very often, and it I'm really just is glad a lot of great it's stuff. Not like a dying. Yeah art form anymore now labyrinth is actually one from like the 70s i think but you know generally speaking there's a lot a lot of other good stuff out there all right um you want to read the next one sure our next letter is from lane formerly anonymous canadian yay i'm still listening just hiding in the mix for a while we knew you were still out there We knew you wouldn't abandon us. The subject line is for Phil and Brendo. What was the subject line? Oh, um, I'm Siege O, I think he said. I didn't include that in the little thing here, but we'll go look real quick and make sure. Oh, Siege O is out. Explain. Okay, well, he explains in the letter, so I'll let you just read it. Um... The subject in line is for Phil and Brendo. You mentioned the people in the Clicker Heroes clan, and Brendo said that Siege underscore Zero hasn't moved much. 
that is me. I deleted the game and didn't back up my file, so I don't have access to that account anymore. Feel, feel free to drop me. I'll see if I can get a better email worked up soon. All right, so he's talking about uh, Clicker Heroes, the clan. On Radio Brendo Man, we've been talking about Clicker Heroes, and I think he's writing here because we have the Clicker Heroes clan, Mandarin Orange Show. And, you know, the Radio Brendo Man one was full, and Brendan was saying that one of the ones on there, you know, he set off a couple of the names that hadn't changed a lot. Well, Siege underline underscore zero is lane he's saying that he doesn't have access to it anymore so brennan could clear it out and then he can have more space in that one but we also still have space in our mandarian orange show um clan so if you guys want to join those you should do that and i will make sure that brendo gets the message that he can uh, kick out siege underscore zero so someone else can join there nice so that is what that is all about and thank you for writing in lane we know you're out there still so I'm glad you're you're there. Even in, in the, the shadows. Distance. Yeah. It's like the dark night. So there's one more and it's your turn to read. I thought I oh you read that one, then I answered it. Uh yes, we got one from my mom who said hi, in answer to your question, no. And I was like, What question? I knew right away. You figured it out, but I didn't know what she was talking about. But we were talking about the weigh-in, and I think I jokingly said, like, oh, do you think we can talk about my mom's weight on here? She won't mind. And then <laughs> my mom said no. So apparently we're not allowed to do that. I guess that's that's off limits. Well, we will not discuss my mom's weight on here then, I guess. I guess we can respect those wishes. I guess. Do you wish to talk about vacation pants? Yeah, I do wish to talk about vacation pants. Then we shall... Put on your vacation pants. All right, so um, it's been a while since we've talked about vacation pants officially. Yes, but you've been stressing up a bunch about it um, unofficially off the show. Yeah, so um, Phil is not stressing enough about it. I'm stressing too much. So hopefully when we're actually on this trip... um, He'll learn that I should have been stressing. Hopefully, Janelle will learn that if we're going to take vacation, we should have a little fun, not just spend months, like, stressing about it. This is why, by the way, when we got engaged, I said we should just get it done with because I didn't want to, like, stress about it for years at a time. So we got married less than three months after we got engaged. And sure, there was, like, stressful stuff, but that would have been dragged out over, like, a year or two so years you, or however are long. are you saying you're going to plan our next international travel in three months or less? I'm saying I feel like we need to because you're driving me bonkers with this, like, we need to sit and plan. And I'm like, yes, we, we do need to, like, make some more plans, but why does it have to be such a miserable thing? It shouldn't be, but I know. you don't ever want to sit down and do it. I do sit down and do it, and then you clickety-clack on your computer and don't talk to me, and then I'm doing nothing. Well, clickety-clack yourself on your computer. I think that we're pretty good. I think we're solid. Okay. We've got all our hotels booked. We've got rental cars booked. Well, there was a hiccup, if you will. Yeah, this but, is the stuff I'm stressing yeah, about. Yeah, but that wouldn't have been solved by planning. That happened, and then you texted me, and we it's figured it out. It's going to happen on the trip. It's so gonna. let me just tell the story. We booked a hotel in Denmark on Expedia, and uh, the hotel messaged me and said, 
oh, we see you have four people, but um, our beds cost extra, so you're going to have to pay 30 bucks for each extra bed for each night, or 30 krone. No, it's $30. It works out to about $30. It works $30. out to about $30. Which is nuts, like because we put in there a book for four people, and they're saying, well, you pay for the room, not for the number of beds. And so then I, like, went and looked back and checked at all the other Denmark hotels and those that we booked through Expedia, and they all have the right number of beds. It was just this one. Yeah, and, like, that's fine if that's how they operate there, but since we booked through Expedia, I feel like Expedia should be responsible for that, because... That was never stated in their policy, and that is not standard when you're booking in America. So, why is that something that's okay? Now, maybe Expedia doesn't know they're pulling that shenanigan. I don't know. Well, I don't know, but on the reservation, it says one bed for people. So, they're just going to say, well, it said one bed. Yeah, so that's still not a room for four people. Like, no matter how you slice it, that's not room for us. Anyways, I'm... I emailed back and forth with the hotel and they're not budging on the we have to pay for extra beds thing. But and we prepaid, we already prepaid for it. So we have to. Without a cancellation thing. <laughs> so hopefully all goes well. This isn't middle fart though. I have good high hopes I know. for middle well, fart. Well I was hoping we could just cancel this one and stay longer in middle fart but do we said on the show that we're staying in a place called Middle Fart? I don't know if we I even don't know, have. but we're staying in Middle Fart, Denmark. When I was looking around, we needed to book one more night for a spot where we didn't have, when something fell through that we weren't going to work out. And I was looking around at just towns in the area, and I found a place called Middle Fart, and I said, we must stay there. Like, we have to stay in a town called yeah. Middle Fart. It's as if, like, destiny itself called out to us and said, you must stay here. It is like that. It's called Middle Fart. So, a couple other things on the blog on the exciting front is that um, I decided that I wanted to, like, take stuff more seriously. So, I am bringing Phil on as not only my editor, but he will be guest posting on my blog probably weekly. That's the plan. And um, we're going to do two posts a week. And already, we just, we've done it for two weeks in a row now, and I have seen hits on my website every day, and, like, viewership growing, and, um... You're over 2,000 followers on Instagram? No, like, 2,100 followers. Oh, And... Can't even keep up. Yeah, and I just rehauled my Pinterest account, um, so you... Might want to check out Pinterest because I made it more about our podcast and our blog instead of pinning, um, you know, a backyard barbecue that I'm never going to (laughs) build. Or, like, I pinned this pool that looks like a beach. (laughs) All right. I mean, I don't understand how Pinterest works anyway, so I don't know. But interestingly enough, it is dominated by women yes but it's second only to google as far as the search engine goes like it's where women go men go to google women go to pinterest pinterest (laughs) is is it a three syllable word now pinterest 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 
Um, well, so all of those things, it's My Vacation Pants, right? So you can find you on... Yeah. Um, my Vacation Pants Travel Blog. I, it, my name's on there, too. MyVacationPants.com, obviously. Um, and you're going to be trying to post, again, it may be limited as far as what we can do, depending on whether I'm or not we can bring electronics. I'm going to set up posts before we right. leave. And you're, you can plan. do some updates from your phone, hopefully. If I can figure out how that works. We can we'll figure see. out how that works. We'll have some stuff, but it just will depend on how all that stuff goes down. But, so if you want to see the thing that I wrote, it's the, what's not yeah. the most recent thing? Phil wrote about taking the adventure route, which pretty much describes our whole travel philosophy. So if you go um, to www. Did I say three W's? It's myvacationpants.com. You don't have to say the W's. WWW World Wide Web. WWHTTP colon slash. No, that's not an S. Anyway, um, you're the second post down. Okay. Well, at the I've moment. also posted, I started our New England trip, which you guys know a lot about. But um, we give our tips for spending two days in New York City on a very tight budget. And also, put on your Rhode Island getaway vacation pants. So that stuff is exciting. Yes. That's vacation. Did you want to talk about that one? I um, thought I did, but I might not have. So I did a collaboration. Um, I did a collaborate. That This one was a long time ago, wasn't it? No. Well, just in case. I did do a collaboration interview for a while with um, Four on a World Trip um, travel blog. So it's fouronaworldtrip.com. If you click on the Traveling Families link, um, they interviewed me, the Vecchio family. Um, so that was cool. And then um, I also worked with another blogger um, who it's called Res is Tips metkids.nl R-E-I-S-T-I-P-S-M-E-T-K-I-D-S And the reason it's an interesting link is because it's actually um, from the Netherlands, right? Yeah, it's it's a blogger from the Netherlands and she uh, took my post and um, translated it to Danish why would she have done that? I thought you said she's from the Netherlands. Amsterdamium. <laughs> what language? Um, they speak Hollandish. I don't know what do they speak in the Netherlands. Dutch. Dutch. That's right. There we go. That, that's the one. Okay, so um, the reason why the um, website, you know, sounds like a mouthful is because what she does is she takes different travel bloggers, guest posts from around the world, and translates them to Dutch. And um, it's really cool that I have an article out there about hiking with your kiddos, and um, she translated it to Dutch for me. So if you hit the little translate button um, on Google, you can read it. You should post some links to that stuff in our group. I shall. All of those things. I shall, I shall. Do a little link spot. And you can look at Pinterest because Pinterest. There's, <laughs> there's links to all those. Pinterest. <laughs> all right. 
Um, and what about if they want to Twitter you <laughs> for Facebook? <laughs> Pinterest. Uh, All right, it's movie time. Movie time. So we've seen two movies since last we met. Um, I'll talk about the first one first. <laughs> we saw How to Be a Latin Lover. These are both the ones we saw in the drive-in theater. But we that's s- interesting because that's not the order we saw them. I know, but it's the order of how much I liked them, though. <laughs> first, we saw How to Be a Latin Lover. Uh, actually, second, we saw it. And it was fun. It was another one from the Pantheleon uh, movie company. They do, like, mostly they've done ones in Spanish. It's a Mexican production company. Um, but this one was, like, largely in English. It was actually directed by Ken Marino of The State and, uh, Burn Will in Love. Will you accept this host? Yeah, like, I mean, you know, he's a comedian and all kinds of things, obviously. But, um, anyway, it was, it was really funny. And there was a ton of great, like, comedians and funny people involved in it. And I liked it a lot. Um, what do you think? I fell asleep. But what I did saw see, I enjoyed. To be fair, this movie started at like one twenty, so you were a little tired. I um, stayed awake for all of it though. I it wake was fun. up like my internal clock wakes me up at like six six thirty, so it was pretty ridiculously late for me. Now, much like all of their other ones that they've done, it has very much like a a telenovela feel like it's got such a crazy mix of genre where it's like super wacky and weird but then also like very emotional and dramatic and then like you know just this high drama and but also just super goofy and dumb humor where they're like grabbing guys privates and stuff like that <laughs> i'm i'm serious like it, it's, it's it's all of them are like that though where it just runs the gamut from crazy to, yeah, to like serious drama and family issues and blah blah blah. So it it was, it was fun and definitely worth watching. Um, and then we saw another one. So we also saw, and I'm going to read it as it is in the Google Doc. King Arthur, Legend of the Blah Blah Blah. This movie was super boring. <laughs> I think that describes it quite well. I mean, there were moments. Here's the thing: it was Guy Ritchie. It should have been good. Which it, you know, I mean, like I love the the Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes, Holmes movies. Snatch was fun. Was you know, I mean, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like every movie is done, but you know, it had the potential, and I don't know his style and the like weird it did not work with editing. Him, like it felt like it was watching like a two hour long nineties music video, and not in a good way. <laughs> Who are these? There's no, like, character introduction. Like, three quarters of the way through the movie, they said what Jude Law's character's name was. I'm like, oh, okay, that's who that is, huh? I don't know. It it wasn't... I don't think it was the fault of the actors, and I don't know, like, what... Maybe I just am not the audience for it, but my goodness, it was challenging to watch. I fell asleep in that one, too, but I don't think I'll be um, finishing that. There were some moments. Like, it wasn't a total waste. Like, there were some interesting stuff. There was some exciting action at certain points, but I mean, honestly, if you were to ask me to, like, summarize what happened, I don't know if I could do it right now. Like, I just... it, It was kind of a mess, so... 
that's not a very strong recommendation, I know, but, you know, they can't all be the best. Let us know if you have seen either one of these movies. Um, yeah, it was a perfect way to see them, though, in the drive-in where, you know, we paid 20 yeah. bucks for all of us to go for both of them because if I had paid, like, full price for King Arthur, I probably would have been, like, super cheesed. But because we paid for that, I was like, all right, I'll, you know, I'll have fun with the parts that are fun and right. not stress about how, like, I don't understand what's happening because they're just flash-cutting to all these different things and weird out-of-sequence things. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, more montages. Like, and there was a montage within a montage. You need a montage. So it's a good way. If you want to see a double feature and see, the like, some of the interesting bits in there, it's a good way to do it. All right. Um, let's move on to Couch Potato Corner. Couch Potato Corner. This CPC. All right, well, let's, uh, we, we had a lot of shows that wrapped up their seasons. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go through everything, but let's do some highlights there. Um, without any spoilers, Last Man on Earth um, finished off the season quite amazingly. Yeah. It was a really... Um, a humdinger. A humdinger. Yeah. It's really all we can say. I don't want to ruin it. Just that if you are, like, a little behind, you should totally catch up because it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I just love this show. I loves it. I loves it. I love its twists and turns and how you just never know what's going to happen. Well, every episode makes it a completely different show. Right. And I love that. It's really cool. Um, something really fun we've been doing is Phil has been reading Anne of Green Gables, the series. With the Radio Brando Man slash Vecchio yeah. book club. And we decided to start Luke and Audrey off on their Anne of Green Gables pilgrimage um, with the Megan Follows movie by Kevin Sullivan Productions. The first two. And um, so we watched Anne of Green Gables and Anne of Avonlea, but in Canada it's Anne of Avonlea, the sequel. Or Anne of Green Gables, the sequel. Sorry, Anne of Green Gables, the sequel. But on the Disney Channel, it was Anne of Green Gables, Anne of Avonlea. And according to the books, like, the second book is bits and pieces from, like, five different books and very little to do with Anne of Avonlea at all. Well, our kids loved it, and it was fun that some... To, like, have them watch something that was so special to me as a child. And then we decided we're going to start on the Avonlea series. Um, That's really fun. And that's been really fun. I think in Canada it's called Tales from Avonlea. A Road to Avonlea. A Road to Avonlea. Whereas it was just Avonlea in the United States. On Disney Channel. But we have the Canadian DVDs. Because Phil got them for me from Kevin Sullivan. That's right. Kevin and I uh, go way back. Yeah. You've gotten his emails for quite some time. You said I got it from him. Like, I know him, you know. (laughs) You and Kev. Hey, uh, yeah, Kev. Like, Sully Baby. I feel like you do. I mean, you you get, like, pilots to his shows for me. You have the, like... DVD trivia game. All the soundtracks. All the soundtracks. I even, soundtrack. like, David, my brother, wanted to get um, the series for his wife. Yeah. For, like, 
anniversary present or something and he told mentioned that and then i was like i wrote him I'm like hey there's a 60 percent off sale right now and you know you kevin and i are like this well because so. i'm on the mailing list and i get when they have sales and david like he saved like i don't know a ton of money on it. he's like how did you even know about that i'm I'm not even on the Kevin Sullivan mailing list, but you are. That's what a good husband you are. Because I love you. Anyways, it's been fun, and we watched my absolute favorite episode of Avonlea. Tonight. Tonight, and it's when the parents, like, go out of town, and all the kids are left to their own (laughs) devices. Yes, and they all fight, and it's awesome. It's like a mini Lord of the Flies. It is. It totally is. It's amazing, so... Um, and then, um, I've been watching a lot of Rick Steves Europe on Hulu. This is like a travel show. In preparation for our trip, and I made Phil watch an episode with me. What'd you think? I think Rick Steves is really funny. (laughs) He goes to interesting places and has interesting advice, (laughs) and is sort of kind of awkward on camera. (laughs) And it's really funny. You're like, how does this guy have a travel show? I mean, it's obviously because he knows a lot about travel and he's written those books. But, like, I can just imagine the director off screen, like, okay, act casual in this one. And he's like, uh. uh. And he, like, has one hand, like, awkwardly shoved in a pocket. And, and his like, sweater strewn about. Yeah, has, like, a sweater, like, over his shoulders. And it just looks like he he's trying to figure out how to be casual when he clearly doesn't know how to be. They go to a lot of fancy restaurants, which I don't foresee us doing. No, but it's just, it's fun. It's fun to watch just for that. I do little voices of what he's really saying while we're watching it. Well, it it was funny because when Jeff and Ebony came, they went to Italy on their honeymoon. So they were, you know, giving us their tips. They're like, well, you've got to bring the Rick Steves books. I was like, told you, he's the Europe guru. Well, Rick Steves knows his stuff. Wait, is his name Rick Steves? name's rick steves is it rick steves or is it rick steve and it's his stuff no it's rick steves i don't think he spells it like you have it on here you wrote that in there not me well then i spelled it wrong okay anyways um yeah he's rick rick steves Steves. i also got janelle to watch son of zorn i love it which you were like super hesitant because it's no, the one it's where Jason Sudeikis is the voice of like a He Man ish kind of type character yeah. who lives in the real world. And he had like a half cartoon baby. With, yeah, with uh, Cheryl. With the um, human Cheryl, Cheryl Hines, Hines from Curb. And then Tim Meadows is in it and he's amazing. I've talked about it quite a bit on Radio Brendo Man, but I'm just excited that. Um, I got you into it because it's super funny. Yeah, it's great. And guys, it's time. The moment we've all been waiting for. The Bachelorette has premiered. (sighs) And I heard you talked about it on Radio Brendo Man. I can't get away with I can't get away from it. Brendan and Andrew were like going on about it. I'm like Hello. This is a Mandarin or show. Only. Well, let me talk. tell you, there's a wrestler on the show now, so all the, there's no holds barred. WWF. I just did a good like wrestling joke. I said there's no holds barred. I didn't know that was a wrestling. It's a wrestling joke. thing. What does that mean in but, wrestling? Like, there, like there's no rule. There's no rules. They can do whatever. So once there's a wrestler on the show, now it's fair game. 
Okay, well, there is a wrestler on the show, Kenny Babyfaced Atkins or something. Let me tell you, it was a weird experience today to hear Janelle and Brendan talking about a wrestler together. Like, He's cute. He has like a 10-year-old daughter, and he like really loves her a lot. He's, he's sweet. But um, some questionable stuff about his past was on his profile, and ABC removed it. So that means he's going to last a while. Because they didn't want that bad stuff to, like, be on his resume. That's shocking. <laughs> Good. I and was, the ratings. You know, I was really worried about how Bachelor was going to handle it because I just wanted to make sure that, <laughs> that they really, you know. Uh, Phil goes, blah, blah, blah. can I just, like, play my video games in here? I'm like, no. Go out. But I'll just make, like, rude comments, you know, the whole time. Yeah, I'm not allowed to be in the room when she watches it anymore. Maybe I will have you again. You do you like do, it. You do say some things that are funny, but I wish I could just, like, not have you sigh and roll your eyes. That's funny. No. I'm, uh, no. it's like your own little MST3K performance right there. You don't in your own really want to watch it, though. No. I just was offering if you wanted my company. All right. Well, it's back on. I'll have a lot to say. Um,. It's going to be a great season, and I'm going to miss most of it when I go to Europe and have to binge watch it when I get back. Well, we have a lot to say um, all the time, but we have a little bit of time left over and not much. We're going to very briefly touch on some video games. Video games! We are. We just did. (laughs) Yeah, we are. Well, because I want to mention the Clicker Heroes clan again because yeah, we had the room, because we had Lane talking about it. Mandarian Orange Show is the name of our clan. It's three words, the capital letter at the beginning of each word. New spaces! There's new spaces available. So if you want to join us, Clicker Heroes clan is the game. It's free. Sorry, Clicker Heroes is the game. It's free. You can find it on the internet. You can play it on your mobile device, and you should join our group. Um, also been playing a lot of, uh, Switch. Luke and I have been playing through Blaster Master Zero on the Switch, which is really fun. Um, if anyone played the original Blaster Master, it's sort of, um, like a new game, but, like, made in the model of that original one from the NES, and it's super great. I also finished Disney Magical World 2, um, except for, like, all the seasonal stuff that'll come out later in the year. So, um, I'm, I'm moving on from it. It was really fun. You got that for me for my birthday. What are you going to do when you don't have your DS for a month? What do you mean when I don't have my DS for a month? I thought we couldn't bring it to Europe. Well, you can still pack it in the thing. I'm packing that. You're packing that? You don't think that'll cause an explosion in the bottom of the plane? That's not my problem. I'm not the like <laughs> head of security of like plane land. <laughs> plane land. Um, well, I'm going over and getting tags in Europe. I know. I need to get my country tags yeah so they're gonna need to figure that out because you know i just don't know what our kids are gonna do what are they gonna do on like a 24 hour flight i don't know because well hopefully they have like at least tvs in there do they i don't know i don't know because it's not i mean like they can read and they can color and stuff and that's great and on a two-hour flight or even a five-hour flight that would be enough enough, but But we're talking about like we're gonna be on a plane for 14 hours I think it's even longer than that. Maybe. With our layover time, Maybe. like, I feel so bad for them. 
Well, hopefully they uh, figure it out. We'll see. All right. Well, play those video games and have a magical. Oh, I wasn't finished though. Master, master time. This was great though because we went and met up with Josh and Rachel, and oh, it was this so was fun. Cute. Because. Josh has been playing Breath of the Wild, the Legend of Zelda game on the Switch, and Luke obviously has been playing it. Luke and Audrey and I have all played it. You've played it a little bit. I have. But Luke is like about in the same place that Josh is. Josh <laughs> has done a few things that he hasn't, but they're like both on the same level. Like Josh just beat the level that Luke's on. Luke's gotten most of the things that Josh has. And so they were like comparing notes, and it was so awesome. Like, well, oh, today, I'm gonna do this level. Like, and, we went out with Josh and Rachel last night, and then. They were talking about it, and this morning, Luke's like, Audrey, I found the Deku tree. And the Master Sword. And the Master Sword. And I guess it was Tips, Uncle Josh. Yeah, Josh has been like, oh, you should look at this place by this mountain. And Luke was like, oh, yeah, I found this thing over here. It was just super awesome. It was super cute. So, um, I think that it was good. And you played video games with Jeff, too. Oh, yeah. We played a bunch of the NES Classic. We played Double Dragon 2. We played uh, Super C. He played Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. He played Mike Tyson's Punch-Out and uh, Mega Man 2. We played Super Contra. I don't know. Probably a couple other things. But we didn't have our Dr. Mario tournament. No. But that one had been very fun for Jeff. No, he is... Very colorblind. And <laughs> like dark. wore wore purple in college colorblind. Well, yeah, like he would he remember the famous story is he was like going around our apartment and you were over and uh-huh. he was like, Where's my where's my brown shirt? Yeah. And you're like, What brown shirt? And he's like, You know the brown shirt I always wear and you're like, Do you mean this red shirt that's right here? And he's like no, that's my brown shirt. And you're like, no, this is a red shirt. Like, like bright red. Like bright red. He's like, no, that's brown. And we're like, oh my gosh, you're really colorblind. So yeah, he would not do well with Dr. Morrow because it's basically entirely color dependent. Yes. So the so much for the Dr. Morrow tournament. Oh, well. Next time. Well, and speaking of next time, we will talk with you guys next time because we got to wrap this up. And get to planning, or at least stressing about planning, this trip here. Phil's favorite. He loves it when I stress him about anything. And um, we uh, appreciate you guys listening to the show. Hopefully you guys are having a great end of your school year, or wherever you're at. If you guys want to write us, um, you can send us a message at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. Or use the contact form on our website, mandarinorangeshow.com. Or message me on Pinterest. On Pinterest. <laughs> you can go also, you know, feel free to post stuff in the Mandarian Orange Show group on Facebook. It's a great way to stay in touch and interact with other people um, in, that are listening to the show. So you guys should definitely do that. Any other stuff, Janelle? No. You're going to post all that um, My Vacation Pants stuff in the group so people can see what we're yes. talking about? Links to articles That'd in be the good. group. That'd be good. Will do. Well, so I guess with that, thank you guys for listening. And for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.